This is a Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Looking for good sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Sabres 3, Penguins 1, welcome to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on Sports for Beginners. My goodness me. Well, the Penguins kick off 2024. They kick it off on the right foot, but unfortunately unable to get a victory against the sabers let's start let's talk about it pens and sabers coming up you're locked in to penguins hockey on the sports for beginners podcast sydney crosby and the penguins play here on the sports for beginners podcast Showtime scars the bingo game is ready to roll Welcome to Penguins postgame. I'm PPG for PGH. And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Pens and Sabres. Oh boy, this one's going to be interesting, right? Of course, right. Well, I mean, we could start. We could start this program here talking about the last time these two teams met. But honestly, I don't know. I think we would be here all day. So without further ado, I mean, there's a lot that we could talk about for the Penguins and the Sabres. There's a lot that we could talk about. We've got Buffalo football coming up tonight. So be sure to stick with us for that. The PWHL broadcast for PWHL New York and Toronto Round 2 on Sports for Beginners will be coming out in due time. Most likely it could get recorded before we record. Penguins and Flyers, that's the game that's coming up. Big thank you to Thomas for stepping in uh, on our big birthday time line. That is our, that, that was our uh, special day. It was a special day for us on the Friday, January the 5th. 
And huge shout out to Sienna T, Sienna Trigiani, for playing my request, Hustlin, by Rick Ross. Who knows? Perhaps I'll play a couple of great music throughout the program. But to get us started here, let's go down to the scoring. Let's go to the scoring. To get us started. And of course, I'm just going to bring up on NHL's, on the NHL app, I'm just going to bring it up. The last time these two teams met. <clears throat> and throughout the program, we'll get to the game winning goal, we'll get to the goaltenders and all that jazz. But, uh, We are going to make sure that throughout the opening segment, we do get into the game stats. If we don't get there, we will get there eventually. All right, so let's start out with your scoring summary. And due to time constraints, we will not, we will not take a look around the NHL in the Saturday night games that went on, in the 12 games that went down on Saturday night, but that might change, but due to time constraints, eh? <clears throat> like I said, it might change. All right. Last time these two teams met, Buffalo defeated Pittsburgh in Buffalo after Pittsburgh beat Buffalo 4 to 0 back in November on the 11th of November which was a very special day for people in Canada it was Remembrance Day well then on November the 24th before we hit 2023 in the second of three meetings between these two teams the Sabers get the W at home they beat the Penguins 3-2 on November the 24th. And then they defeat Pittsburgh yesterday night, last night. Mm -mm. By a final score of 3-1. to one. That's the score we are going to be talking to you guys about right now. Without further ado, let's get to the scoring. We begin in the first period with Alex Tuck getting the first goal of the game and putting Buffalo up 1-0 to zero, 2 minutes and 53 seconds in. Connor Clifton on the assist, his 11th assist of the season, Tage Thompson. Number 13 on the year for him, Alex Tuck's goal at 2 minutes and 53 seconds into the first period. The only goal in the first period. Is his 10th goal of the season. And after 20 minutes and through 40, 
we are at one to zero the score however however there was a goal by ricard there was a goal by the penguins that was called back. We don't have the highlight here, but if you watch the highlights, and I'll link it in the description, uh, you can find out what happened there. Anyways, to the third period we go, because no scoring in the second. Because no scoring in the second period. So after 40, Buffalo is up 1-0. to zero. In the sec in the third period, it's Ricard Raquel power play goal for Ricard Raquel. Rat puts the Penguins on the board seven minutes and forty nine seconds in with EK sixty five Eric Carlson getting assist number twenty one on the year. Evgeny Malkin getting assist number 19 on the year. And now it's a power play goal for Ricard Raquel, number four on the year for him. Zimungus Grigerson gets his third goal of the season and puts Buffalo back in the lead at 15 minutes and 22 seconds in to the third period. His third goal of the season, first of the night and only goal of the night, Eric Rob Eric Robinson, third assist of the night. Speaking of threes, and Matthias Samuelson with his sixth goal of the season, sorry, sixth assist of the season. <laughs> On the uh, Zimungas. Uh, Grigerson's goal. And then at 1824, Rasmus Dalene puts the nail in the coffin, his 12th goal of the season. And the Sabres come away with a 3 1 win. But the Penguins do get on the board in a game that they just thought they did not play well through the first two minutes. Through the first 40 minutes, I'll say. All right, to our penalties we go, and no penalties in the first period, so let's go to the second period. 26 seconds in, Alex Tuck receives a penalty, two minutes for tripping. Henry Yokoharu, Yokoharu, Henry Yokoharu, Apologies, Henry, if I'm pronouncing your last name wrong. At 9.07, 9 minutes and 7 seconds, he was called for hooking. Noel Achari called in the second period at 12 minutes and 51 seconds for hooking. Matthias Samuelson, 2 minutes for boarding at 19.15. And then 19 minutes and 40 seconds later, Sidney Crosby is getting called for two minutes and interference. 
So again, the penalties for the Penguins in the second period. Noah Chari, two minutes for hooking. Sidney Crosby, two minutes interference. For the Sabres, two minutes for holding for Matthias Samuelson. Henry Yokoharu, two minutes for holding at 9.07. And 26 seconds into the second period, Alex Tuck, two minutes, and the call is tripping. In the third period, three minutes and four seconds in, it's it. Jansen Harkins with a delay of game penalty, two minutes for delay of game. Connor Clifton, five minutes and 57 seconds in, is getting called two minutes for interference. And at that same time, Simongus Gregenson is getting called two minutes, and the call is slashing. At the same time. All righty. Well, the Penguins had a couple of career games here for players, but we'll get to that in another. We'll get to that in another uh, episode. This, of course, is broadcast. Number 38, I believe. Just going to have to check it based on the scoring. I believe this is 38 because the Boston game was broadcast 37 of 82. And I'll just double check here while we're rolling. A reminder, this broadcast was broadcasted by my friend Thomas and my brother Thomas. Penguins, yes. Yes, the Penguins, yes, have now played 38 games. This is broadcast 38 of 82. Thomas was in the studio for broadcast 37 of 82. And game 37 of 82. So we've done now 38 games with this one going into the books eventually. Now it was our birthday month. It was our birthday weekend, but we are still going to bring you football for the Bills and the Dolphins, which you can see right here on my hat here. Normally I don't have it when I do a Penguin post game, but we're going to do it regardless. Lots have had, lots of stuff has happened. Lots of stuff has happened for the Penguins, and lots of stuff has happened in the PWHL. We'll be bringing you a recap of New York and Toronto from January fifth. So make sure you take a look at that when we bring that to you. We'll be setting up for you that recap, and we'll also be setting up for you quite a day of football. Thomas and myself will be together for a pregame show ahead of Sunday Night Football. 
between the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. But right now, let's keep things on to the hockey side and let's keep it on to the the Penguin side. So coming up after this quick break and into our second portion of the opening segment, we will give you the three stars of the game. The game stats from Saturday Night's Hockey Game. And we will also play for you the play of the game. Yukapeka Lukadin's shaky December is now behind him. His record as we go to break. 8-8-2. Tristan Jari got the start in this game. He does get the loss. His record, 11-12-2. Zimongus Grigardson's got the game-winning goal. And last thing before we take our break, your linesmen and referees at linesmen were Kyle Flemington and Brandon, Gr- and Brandon Gr- Grulalo. Apologize, Brandon, if I pronounce your last name wrong. Referees were Brian Puchmara and Furman South. Again, referees were Brian Puchmara and Furman South. If I pronounced anyone's name wrong, I sincerely, sincerely apologize. All right, back to the back to the bird for the recap in just a moment. Back to the bird for more for this recap in just a moment. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams. Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. It is Penguins post game. It is Sabres and Penguins. It's broadcast 38 of 82. Like I've said in previous post game programming, I am your host, Scott McGregor. Thomas joined you for the Boston Bruin recap. And speaking of Thomas, you can you can always catch Penguins post game. If you miss it on Sports for Beginners, you can always catch it Wednesdays on Sports for Beginners on a little something we like to call Penguins Hockey Wednesdays, which air every Wednesday on On the Ice and Behind the Benches when we're able to get it out to you. As you may have noticed, Penguins Hockey Wednesdays is not yet 
all caught up. We have now a couple of 2023 programming to get to you before we can get to 2024-2023 programming. But again, don't miss Penguins Hockey Wednesdays every Wednesday on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. And we also will take a break when we and when we do, we will play for you again. Thomas is recording there that he did during the Boston Bruin recap. Now, with that being said, it's time to find out. It is time to find out. It is time to find out, despite the Penguins game not going in the Pens' favor. Oh, uh, that that could have been embarrassing. You know what? That's okay. Well, I'm not going to use our chat here, but that could have been embarrassing. Um, it is time for us to find out. Who is, and I say who is, who are, rather, our three stars from Saturday Night's Hockey Game? Who are the three stars from Saturday from Saturday Night's Hockey Game? Of course, yes, this game is being recorded on Sunday. The recap is being recorded on the Sunday. But who are the three stars from the game on Saturday? It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. It is time for your three stars of the Saturday night broadcast. Of course, we did not record a show on Saturday night when the Penguins were taking on the Sabres. First thing we're going to do here is we are going to get the game stats out of the way before we get to the three stars. And I'm going to get the I'm going to get the big ones out of the way first. So the Penguins do score on the power play and end the night one for five. They spend six minutes in the penalty box. Have 17 blocked shots at the end of the game. 11 takeaways and 12 giveaways. They won 31 faceoffs. Were out hit by the Buffalo Sabres 25 to 15. But they outshot the Sabres 41 to 32 in terms of shots on goal. Speaking of the Sabres, they were outshot by the Penguins 41 to 32. They outhit the Penguins 25 to 15. Unsuccessful on the power play. Finding themselves 0 for 3, winning 27 faceoffs. They found themselves in the penalty box for 10 minutes. They finished the game with Six giveaways, nine takeaways, and 16 blocked shots. So with the game stats out of the way here, as we continue on our opening segment, 
We now give you the three stars of the game. So, your third star is from the Pittsburgh Penguins, and it's number 67 with one goal, minus three, no assists, and a total ice time of 20 minutes and 22 seconds. Number 67, Ricard Raquel. Number 28 from the Buffalo Sabres, Zimongus Grigerson. Hopefully I'm saying it right. If I, if I pronounce it wrong, I, I apologize. He finishes the game with one goal, plus one, no assist, and a total ice time of 8 minutes and 28 seconds. And your first star, the goaltender for the Buffalo Sabres. Number one, Yuka Pekka Lukadin. Yuko Pekka Lukadin. Well, his shaky December is behind him. He has a good start here. Saving 41... 40, of 41 shots. He made 40 saves of 41 shots. Allowed one goal, the Ricard Raquel goal. And he finishes the night with a save percentage of 967. 976, I should say. Sorry. All right. Well, your attendance record's coming up in the final segment, but coming up atop of the middle segment. Perhaps, perhaps we will hear from Penguins head coach Mike Sullivan and maybe be Buffalo Sabres coach. The Buffalo Sabres head coach, Don Granado. But definitely atop of our middle segment, we will be hearing from Mike Sullivan to get a little bit of a tease. How did Mike feel about tonight's performance? Buffalo wins the season series 2-1, to one, despite getting shut out in November on the 11th. Before we hit the new year. So pretty much after this game here on the Saturday night in Pittsburgh, we will not be seeing the Buffalo Sabres for a while unless both of those, unless both the Sabres and the Penguins make the playoffs. But that's still a long way away. I mean, technically. This was game 38 for the Penguins. This was game 38. And the Sabres have only played... Oh, wow. The Sabres have played two more than the... Oh, wow. The Sabres have played two more than the Penguins have. They've played 40 games. And wouldn't you know it, so will the Flyers have played 40 games when they battle the Penguins on Monday night. 
in Pittsburgh's 39th game of the season. We will be recording that. We will be doing a show for Penguins postgame. However, we may, may, we may or may not do too many Penguin postgames in the future. Uh, we might start doing select ones. I know I've said we do select ones for this one, but we will try to make that a little bit more of a future thing. And you'll learn more about that when we get to whether or not the Penguins will make the playoffs or they're headed for the offseason. We'll get into more of that when we get into the months where the Penguins are either making the push for the playoffs or are just playing for pride. Speaking of which, let's end this fine let's end this final portion of the opening segment with our play of the game. And I I gotta go to the goal that put Buffalo on notice. So here are the guys with the call from Sportsnet Pittsburgh, including the all including my boy who was on who is on the uh radio broadcast for a while but he's on the but he's now also on the tv side now here are the guys who had the call of the game via the highlight for sportsnet pittsburgh on our sportsnet.ca let's take you to the highlight and this is ricard Recal. A PPG for PGH, I believe. Let me just double check here. Uh, oh, that was a bad idea. What? Before we, before we send it off to those that had the call, let me just double check here. I'll do it uh, courtesy of the NHL app. Download the app for yourself. Follow your favorite team all season long. The NHL app. Download the app for yourself and follow your favorite team all season long. Whether it's the Penguins, whether it's not the Penguins. Yes, it is a PPG for PGH. And this is the highlight called by Josh Getzoff and his partner. That he had on, that he had with him on the call. I don't necessarily know who was on the call with Josh, but I would say it was either Armstrong, Colby Armstrong, or Michael Rupp, or Mike Rupp, or maybe the old two niner, but that doesn't really make any sense because the old two niner was on the broadcast on the radio side. So, it was either Mike Rupp or Colby Armstrong with Josh Getzoff on the call on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Let's hear the call of Ricard Raquel's 
PPG for PGH on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Looking for a lane. Eric Carlson. Walking back to the line. Oh, crisscross with Crosby. Carlson for Malkin. Back to Carlson in front. Deflected in. They score! Ricard Raquel sends it to the back of the net. And the Penguins have tied this game. On a power play goal. Wow. <laughs> wow, it's interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back so that we can get the whole thing here. But we were going well until we got a pause. So let's see how we go the rest of the way. If we try that again. Looking for a lane. Eric Carlson. Walking back to the line. Oh, crisscross with Crosby. Carlson for Malkin. Back to Carlson in front. Deflected in. They score! Ricard Raquel sends it to the back of the net. And the Penguins have tied this game on a power play goal. It's a three-game point streak. Wow, a three-game point streak, and I mean, look at this. Look at where they are right now. They're, they're not even going to let Yuka Pekka Lukadin know where the puck is right now. I mean, technically, in this view here, it looks like he knows where it's going to be. It looks like he knows where it's going to be. Let's listen to the remainder of the clip. For Ricard Raquel as Carlson took that puck. The length of the ice set it all up, and look at that shot pass by Carlson. What a heads-up play through that seam. Out of the reach of the extended foot of Lukanen, who seemed to be getting pieces of everything. Yeah, I think that might have been uh, Josh and Mike Rupp on the call. Regardless, that is the play of the game. Now it's time, atop the middle segment, as we hear from, as we get ready to hear from Penguins head coach Mike Sullivan. It's time as we take a break and take a quick word from Broadcast Map and CNIT Radio. It's time for. The head coach of the Penguins, Mike Sullivan. And we will get to our shake of the game, player of the game. Plus, we want to do game pucks of the game, but we're going to save that for the next five games. And unfortunately, even though we do include Philadelphia, even though we would include Philadelphia in the next five games, we're not going to do that. Especially with the game happening tomorrow night. By the way, speaking of which, for the first time in 2024, Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey and the PWHL are going to be in double trouble. 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Learn more after this word from Broadcast Map and Sienna T Radio, which is always, as it says in its tagline, making your day brighter one song at a time. Back with more and how Double Trouble, PWHL, and Pittsburgh Penguin Hockey is going to work right after this. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Mike, were you expecting that goal to call, come back by Jake? Do you have any objections to the goaltender interference call? Well, um, I, I didn't think it was goalie interference. Based based on that decision, our coaching staff needs to take a long look at the criteria that we're that of our understanding of what it is. Jake's in the white paint first of first and foremost. I get it. There's there's some contact with the goaltender in the blue, but it's for me the puck's going in the net anyway. There's not. I, we could talk about this forever. I I don't agree with the call, and uh, and our coaching staff is going to have a long discussion on on what criteria and trying to trying to define it better, because that that wasn't my understanding. Mike, um, if I'm incorrect, if I'm incorrect, please correct me. But uh, it looked like Drew O'Connor and Riley Smith swapped spots in the third period. Was that because of what you saw from Drew, or were you not getting something you wanted out of Riley? Uh, there was a lot involved in the decision. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but we thought that it gave us a better chance to create competitive balance. Uh, Mike, just how did you think Tr uh, Tristan played tonight coming off the game against Washington? I thought he competed hard. Uh, Mike, just what was your overall assessment of the, the power play in its entirety tonight? Uh, I thought they had some good moments. I thought there were, um, you know, there was opportunities to shoot the puck and we were passing it up a lot. I thought we had more opportunities to to put the puck on the net. We were looking for that next play that didn't materialize. Um, they obviously get a huge goal in the 5-on-3. Coach, I know you like their pushback in the last game against Boston. What do you think of it tonight? I mean, there were a lot of adversities, and it felt like they did respond pretty well. Just what was your assessment? Yeah, there was a lot of the game that we really liked. I mean, I feel like we generated um, an exorbitant amount of scoring chances. You know, we had, I don't know how many breakaways we had, I don't know how many posts we hit. Uh, but we had a number of grade A looks, and the puck didn't go in the net for us. You can't always control that. But I thought from from a from a team process standpoint, I thought the guys were competing hard. Um, you know, I th I thought we controlled territory. We did a lot of the things that we set out to accomplish. We just didn't win on the scoreboard. All right, all right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go, head coach. Mike Sullivan of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Coming up next, we will be hearing from Don Granado. And as I get that set up, 
I want to let you guys know that we also will be doing for the first time in Pittsburgh Penguins hockey history for for this podcast that is we will yes we will we will hear a victory speech yeah, it's not going to be a Penguins victory speech, unfortunately, but we will be hearing the victory speech that Don Granado brought out for his team, the Buffalo Sabres. But before we get to that, let's get to today's scratch. Let's get to the scratches. Let's get to the shake of the game. And of course, I may add in a penguin or a saber player just to ease things up. But it's time now for the second segment feature of the program. Of course, it's actually the second feature of the program, which is called the shake of the game. Before we play the shake of the game, intro here i just want to let everyone know if we by some chance whether it's my birthday weekend with my brother the host of on the ice and behind the benches or it's a special commitment we have with our family whatever it is and we don't get a show out to you please know we will get another one out to you as soon as we can even if it's not the next show we do because it was the next game that we do for Pittsburgh Penguins hockey or for Buffalo Bills football or for Blue Jays baseball or even Raptors basketball. We haven't done a lot of Raptors basketball yet, but we will try to get some out there as well. So just something for you guys to keep in mind. Regardless on what happened. With that being said, let's get to our shake of the game. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio here is your host scott mcgregor and that brings us to today's scratches i should say yesterday's scratches but regardless you 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 know we're recording the show after the game has ended and of course after it Ended on the day it was going down and the day after that game. 
So that all being said, let's just get down to it, shall we? Victor Olofsson, Kyle Acapozo, and Ryan Johnson not in the lineup for the Sabres. And for the Penguins, before we get down to bringing out our shake of the game, one per team is what we're going to do. Ryan Shea and Redeem Zahorna out for the game for the Penguins, not playing. Let's kick things off since we kicked it off with Pittsburgh. Uh, in terms of hearing from head coaches, let's kick things off the opposite way and kick things off with Buffalo for your shake of the game, player of the game. So I'm going to go ahead and give my shake of the game, player of the game to a guy who didn't score in this game, but he tried really, 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 really hard. I'm going to give my shake of the game, player of the game, to Eric Johnston. I know the dude didn't score in this game. He didn't get an assist, didn't get a point, didn't get a plus minus, didn't get a penalty. But man, did this dude ever try to hit the net. Four shots on goal by Johnson. Again, his total ice time, 13 minutes and 52 seconds. He has three hits and one block. In this game. And you know what? We're going to give a runner up to their to their goaltender, Yuka Pekalukaden. Gave up a goal, made 40 saves on 41 shots, save percentage of 976, and he did play a full 60 minutes. So the recipient is Eric Johnston for the stuff I mentioned earlier. I just mentioned, I should say. And then, of course, the runner-up is going to go to Yuko Pekka Lukaden. Uh, and again, my apologies in advance if I pronounce anyone's name wrong. My apologies. I really am. Anyways, to the Penguin side of the ice, but before we do that, since we already have the play of the game out of the way, why not hear now from Don Granado, head coach of the Buffalo Sabres, Let's hear, yeah, 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 let's hear from Don. Let's hear from him. So, ladies and gentlemen, right now, our attention is on Don Granado, head coach of the Buffalo Sabres. Enjoy. Breakaways on three of their better players. Just, it seemed like he was really dialed in tonight. Uh, he was, and uh, obviously, uh, Devin had a great performance the other night. They've been, they've been good. They, uh, it, you know, we've the way the schedule is, 
he can give these guys a little rest, they can rise, and uh, he certainly did for us tonight. What do you think about the fact that you had a lead for 45 minutes, that five on three happens, you give up the tying goal, and your team goes out and takes takes the game back and doesn't sag? Crazy, uh, lots of events, but you know, and I've said it for, for weeks now, it's a mentality. Talked about some mojo, some swagger, and, and the fact that we didn't have that, and we played with fear. And uh, Tonight, you don't come through that game uh, unless you have that, that swagger and and fearlessness. And um, you know, even even the start, you had two goals. Uh, obviously, they weren't fearlessness. And um, you know, even even the start, you had two goals. Uh, obviously, they weren't goals, or they weren't allowed because one was offsides and the other was a goaltender interference. Clearly, uh, but you got to block it out, and we were able to block that out. Upi was able to block that out. Uh, and just continue doing what he did. And, and that's a mental toughness that uh, we need, a mental toughness we have not had. John, would you talk about your staff that has to work very quickly to, to let you know if you need to challenge or not, and talk about how that works and how they, the type of job they do for you? Yeah, it is tricky sometimes. I mean, even at home, you get a better, sometimes you get a better camera angle uh, or a better look or a better close-up with the, all the cameras and, and things that they have in the truck. Um, that the producers have so it's tricky uh and those guys do a very very good job uh in a very short time and they nailed it tonight uh within seconds uh after that so they're watching every entry uh regardless of whether it's in or not and uh there's probably three or four average offsides a night anyway uh that you're prepared ahead of time uh if, if it did end up in your net in those cases uh, and then the goaltender interference mike bales is up top as well Whatever camera angle he can get at that point upstairs uh, helps helps significantly. Uh, but there's a group of them, uh, Justin White leading the way, uh, that do a very, very nice job for us. And pretty instantaneous, I assume, on both of those plays. It was. It was really simple for me. They threw the kit, uh, the shot uh, at my feet there, and it was uh, absolutely, you got to challenge both of those. It was obviously the offside was clear as, as day. And I think, you know, we'll be getting hit in the head was pretty clear too so i think those were easy ones for everybody involved today. as far as uka pekka goes i mean he looked very calm and poised can you just explain what you saw from him and that he just very little movements i guess yeah obviously he's a big guy and he takes up a lot of that i mean they're 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 a predictable consistent team that's why they're good they're they're they're, they're you know they're consistent in what they do and that lends predictability so Obviously, tonight you knew they wanted to throw any puck they could at the net. They scored lots of goals on the backside of the net, tips off bodies on the backside of the net. Uh, and Opie was very well prepared for that, very comfortable with that, as were our D. So um, you can minimize it, but when they want to throw pucks at the net, you've just got to be better than a net front. And Opie stood very tall for us there. How about your overall penalty kill? I mean, it, they got a five on three, but it took them a minute 52, and I thought in that minute 52, you guys did a pretty nice job. I mean, talk about maybe your overall penalty kill tonight, what you thought. Yeah, two things. I've said it for a month. Uh, work ethic, Pete, tied, tied in together, and, and your, your psyche, uh, you know, determined, uh, confidence, a little bit of swagger. You know, we, yeah, we haven't had it. And uh, you, you cannot cower in those situations, and we didn't tonight. It was uh, our guys were ready to be aggressive when necessary. We had multiple clears. We had you know, racist buck battles, whatever it was. Uh, you're, you're sharp. You're mentally sharp. Psyche's good, and uh, that was nice to see. Obviously, that's a challenge for every team, every day. Uh, but we're healthier. It's it's pretty simple. When you look at us, we're, we're healthier. Everybody in this league is a different team when they're healthy, and a different team when they're healthy. And 
we need to take advantage of the fact right now it's the healthiest we've been all year. I believe you guys can't get anywhere without a long streak here, but you've gone two months without even winning two in a row. How important is this hurdle to clear and get that out of the way, and now you can potentially go forward here? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the two months, we, we know nobody likes it, um, but it, it's over. It's done. It's in the past. You can only control that next day. Our focus today was today. Um, you know, everything behind us is baggage. It is. You can't bring anything forward. You can't bring a win forward. You can't bring a loss forward. Bring a loss forward, you're dwelling on it. You're, 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 not, you're, you're not in a good spot for the next game. You bring a win forward, you're a little bit too comfortable, going. So we just have to keep reset and get back in the moment. And, uh, you know, we talk about the goaltenders. Just be fresher. Fresher, you're healthier, uh, you, you can peak perform. And we need peak performance. Well, on Friday, you insisted that things are going to be right. And if they're not, you're going to do it again and keep doing it. And it seemed like they responded for you. Practice time is huge, obviously. Um, you know, something we hadn't had in, in you know, from mid-November through December, we sit in practices. So we've had about four or five real good practices in the last uh, eight, nine days, and that makes it so you just you, you guys move up and down the ring together. You can, you can break things down. You can stop. You can talk about things. Obviously, you can design drills that you need, uh, areas that you're having trouble and lacking, and um, it, it obviously it, it, it helps. It's helped us in the past all the time. And it's helped us here. How happy are you for Zemkis? I mean, he's been through a lot, and he got a huge goal in his hometown. You know, uh, Zemkis was great. That line was great. Um, you know, they, they didn't play a lot, but they were sharp when they played. They provided a lot of energy, and, and obviously, an enormous goal uh, in the third period. Um, traffic at the net, simple play to the net. We've talked about it a lot. When you're when you're uh, willing to work, you're willing to go to the net. You're willing to put pucks to the net. And uh, that's how goals happen, and uh, they get rewarded for a lot of work. And nice to see them just get rewarded like that. The Buffalo Sabres head coach himself, John Granado. All righty. Time now for your Pittsburgh Penguin. Time now for your Pittsburgh Penguin. Shake of the game, player of the game. But of course, we also wanted to set up for you. And we'll do it here in the middle. The segment, in the middle segment. We want to roll. We want to roll for you what Don had to say in the locker room at his victory speech. Before we do that, let's get to it. Let's get to the Penguins shake of the game, player of the game. 
And honestly, Tristan Jari played okay. Do I think it was as great? Do I think it was a great performance by Jari? Not exactly. But, but, He does receive my player of the game, shake of the game, as a runner-up. Despite the fact he gave up three goals, made 29 saves on 32 shots. Has a save percentage of 9-0-6. And he played 58 minutes. The person that's going to get the shake of the game etc. Is going to be. I mean, there are there. There's not many to choose from here for Pittsburgh, so I'm gonna go with Ricard Raquel. One goal, no assists, one point, minus three, three shots on goal, zero, zero penalty minutes for Ricard Raquel. Two hits, two blocks. And 20 minutes and 22 seconds. All right. I mean, I think that's kind of reasonable enough. So yeah, Ricard Raquel going to get the actual shake of the game, player or player of the game, and of course, Tristan Jari is my runner-up. The runner-up for the Buffalo Sabers is Yuka Pakalukadin. and Eric. Johnson is your shake of the game, player of the game, recipient for the Buffalo Sabres. All right. Let's let's end the middle segment here with the Victory speech from Buffalo. And then atop the final segment, we'll get down to game pucks of the game. And we will, from there on, look at the next five games 
for the Penguins and the Sabres, not including Penguins and Flyers, which is another bottle of PA. Yeah, maybe we might. Maybe we might. Anyways, here it is. I'll just uh, unshare and then share the screen again. One second. There we go. Wash my face. There, there we go. Oh, there we go. There we go. And here we go. Here is your victory speech from Saturday night from the Buffalo dressing room. Hell of a job by Krebsy's line there. They get us back. Ice, ice by dolls to hit the empty net there. Hell of a job. Uh, and again, and again, Oofy, even after the first, all that, they stayed down there the way it was. Every guy in this room you can go through, but the mojo was there. You love it. You earned it. You deserved it. Hell of a job. But the mojo was there. Love it, you earned it, you deserve it. Hell of a job. Interesting. All right. Coming up after this from on the ice and behind the benches and take another look. Penguins post game wraps up with game pucks of the game. Next five games for the Penguins and the and the Sabres, including, even though I said it wasn't including. Penguins and Flyers, which goes head-to-head on Monday. And then, of course, we'll also talk about Buffalo's next five, including their next opponent, which is a Tuesday night showdown against the Kraken. All of that after this word from On the Ice and Behind the Benches. And take another look. Reminder, every Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern, it's take another look. Every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, take another look is live on Voices for Ability Radio. And it is also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out the schedule for new shows, including new seasons of The Paranormal Zone, Beyond the Bog, Take Another Look, and all great shows that are on. Check out the schedule by visiting the following link that I'm actually going to share before we take a break.
please go to https colon slash slash b4aradio.com b4aradio.com slash schedules hyphen shows backslash once again before we take the break here as I have it on here go to https colon slash slash b4aradio.com slash schedules hyphen show backslash and then all you have to do here is click on this thing here click listen now and bang just sit back and enjoy music and then when the show is on sit back and enjoy Back after this for the wrap up. And maybe, maybe, like I said, maybe we'll add a player or so in. But we've heard from the head coaches, and that's the main thing that we wanted to do today. New York and Toronto PWHL recap coming up. Include in. We also have free game. Bills versus Dolphins. We're setting up for a big Sunday night football matchup. And we wrap up the Penguins postgame edition of it when we return. Don't go anywhere when we return. The Penguins postgame edition of this setup for Bills and Dolphins is coming up next. Don't go nowhere. Hello? How are you, my friend? Why? What's the matter? Why feeling bored and lonely? Look! Look at me! I am always happy! The only reason I can tell you, it's because I listen to CNT Radio. All the best shows you can think of. The Melting Pot. The Cosmopolitan Culture Club and the Song Bank. There are also many more new shows to come. Please make sure to visit her website at http colon slash slash 
cnat.wordpress.com slash cnat hyphen radio. Oh, now I can hear you more cheerful. CNAT Radio, making your day brighter, one song at a time. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. We're not here to tell you what you already know. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. We're not here to explain this scenario or that scenario. We're here to take care of business. We control our destiny. We've been waiting for this, and we'll wait for that. Let's go to work. Motherfuckers flying across the Atlantic. I know Pablo. Pablo. Hustle Ed. Now, this is the dirty uh, version of it. Welcome back to Penguins post game. It is, of course, time for the final Rick Ross Hustle Ed. Of course, that's the dirty version that's playing right now on my uh, YouTube here. But uh, regardless of it, I will just say this. I will just say this uh, as we bring you in here. It is time for... It is time to put this show in the rear view mirror in the rear view mirror time now for the game pucks of the game time now to put this show in the rear view mirror and we'll do so first of all now i know i said we weren't going to do this but we're going to do it anyways and i'll run through them quickly but i'll run through them one at a time not too quickly. So, first Saturday night of the new year. First Saturday night of the new year. After Tuesday and Thursday were 13 games. Another busy night in the NHL. Well, Saturday night, another busy night. First night. First busy night. Saturday night is another busy night. It was a it was the first busy night of 2024. Who were the opponent? Well, the Penguins defeated sorry, they were they lost to the Sabres 3 to 2, 3 to 1, excuse me. That was the final, sorry, 3 to 1. The Philadelphia Flyers who will be playing the Penguins tomorrow on Monday. 
January the 8th. They defeat the Calgary Flames in Philadelphia 3-2. Oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how things are going to go down for the Sharks. I, I really don't. I mean, they... They, 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 they are, they are off to a horrible start. They are 9, 28, and 3 right now, but a lot of that is courtesy of, this is courtesy of a couple of their losses. Do you realize they've, they've lost more than they have won? They only lost three times in overtime? Or even in a shootout. Do you realize that? I kind of, I kind of do, but all the same, I kind of feel bad for them. I really do. Anyways, the Maple Leafs defeat the Sharks four to one. The Avalanche fall to the Panthers eight to four. What happened there in Denver? Boston Bruins, fresh off their 6-5 loss to the Penguins, come off a 7-3 win over the Lightning in Boston. The Minnesota Wild beat the Blue Jackets in overtime, 4-3 in Columbus, Ohio. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the uh, New York Islanders 5-2. The Edmonton Oilers defeat Ottawa 3-1. Another 4-3 final. This one in favor of the Predators over the Stars. The Carolina Hurricanes final in a shootout, and they fall to the St. Louis Blues, 2-1. the final score, the Canucks over the Devils. In New Jersey. And a shootout final in Montreal. Montreal coming out on top of the Rangers, 4-3 in the shootout. And again, as I said earlier, the Wild on top of the Jackets, 4-3 to three in overtime. So two shootout finals, one overtime final. And the rest all final in regulation. On the slate today, the Calgary Flames are in the Windy City to take on the Blackhawks. Game getting started very, very shortly. Another game getting started very, very shortly. It's the Washington Capitals playing host of the Los Angeles Kings. Both those games scheduled to drop the puck at 3 p.m. Eastern, which is very, very close from now. The Winnipeg Jets take on the Arizona Coyotes in the desert at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. 
And then on at 8 p.m. Eastern on Sportsnet, catch the Ducks of Anaheim taking on the Red Wings of Detroit in Anaheim. Should be a good one. Four games on the slate today. Four games on the slate tomorrow, including another edition of Penguins versus Flyers. Another bottle of PA is coming up. Speaking of which, before we get to all that, time now for your game pucks of the game. And I'm going to just say, I'm going to get the goaltenders the game puck. So Tristan's going to get one, and Pekka Lukanen's going to get one. All for the same reason that I mentioned in the shake of the game. I mean, honestly, though, I do think Pekka played a little bit better than Tristan. I don't think, I don't think it was his best. I really don't think it was Tristan's best. But at the end of the day, all you got to do is control what you can control. At the end of the day, that's the goal. All right. Hmm. Quick reminder to everybody, season two's uh, Christmas finale is available right now wherever you listen to podcasts on our podcast platform. It's also available as the first season finale of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. On the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast area. And you can see our season one finale of Sports for Beginners. Available also wherever you like wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't already checked out our first season finale, go ahead, check that out. We had wonderful guests, including our host of Broadcast Map, formerly known as All Over the Map. And of course, we had Thomas McGregor, host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. We also had a lot of different people joining us, including some people that Thomas and I knew personally. Well, not on a podcast platform, obviously. But if you guys want to go ahead and check all that out, please go ahead and do so. 
And yeah, if you guys want a lot more of Weekly and Sword, well, I've got good news. You won't have to wait long. The January programming will be going out on YouTube throughout the month of February. But of course, the show itself will be recorded on Thursday, January 25th. So it's looking very, very well, very, very well. If you haven't had a chance to check out any of the Shout podcast or you haven't had a chance to check out my conversation with Ryan Talbot, please, please go ahead and do that. I had an absolutely awesome time talking with Ryan. It's an awesome, awesome conversation. So, all of that being said, let's not waste any more time. Now that the game pucks are out of the way, and let's get to putting this one in the rear view mirror. So, what's next for? The Penguins, what's next for the Sabres? Let's begin with your Sabres. Let's begin with the Buffalo Sabres. And once again, we'll play it again for you. Uh, I have it on, I have it up on my uh, finder now, in case you couldn't hear it. Hopefully you were able to hear it, but if you weren't able to hear it, that's fine. If you were able to hear it, that's fine as well. Anyways, let's get to it. So coming up next, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six game homestand for the Buffalo Sabres right now. It's about to get started, and it gets started on Tuesday. With a showdown between the Seattle Kraken and the Buffalo Sabres. The Kraken and the Sabres do battle on Tuesday, December, uh, January 9th, excuse me. Then the Sabres are back in action on Thursday, January 11th. At 7 p.m. as they take on the Ottawa Senators at home. Then the Canucks come to town for a showdown with the Sabres at 4 p.m. Eastern. And then on Monday, next Monday, January 15th. It's the San Jose Sharks coming to town. For a 1 p.m. showdown. And their next five doesn't exactly wrap up their six-game homestand, but their next five include Seattle on Tuesday, Ottawa Thursday, Vancouver Saturday night, 
San Jose next Monday night. And then on Wednesday night, next Wednesday night, January 17th, 2024, it's the Chicago Blackhawks taking on the Buffalo Sabres. So it's a six-game homestand which features in Buffalo, the Kraken first, then the Senators, then the Canucks, then the Sharks, then the Blackhawks. And finally, the Tampa Bay Lightning come to town. But for the next five, the Kraken will be in Buffalo. The Senators will be in Buffalo. The Vancouver Canucks will be in Buffalo. And the San Jose Sharks and Chicago Blackhawks will also be in Buffalo at the days I mentioned. Including this Tuesday when the Seattle Kraken come to Buffalo. Meanwhile, in the Steel City for the Pittsburgh Penguins, as you know, the Penguins will be playing the Philadelphia Flyers tomorrow on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's part of a double header because we will also be recapping PWHL hockey, Boston and Ottawa is our next one that's coming up following Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and keeping things to the NHL for the moment. Next up, the Penguins will play After Philadelphia and two nights off, Tuesday and Wednesday night, they will play the Vancouver Canucks on Thursday, January 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern before they head out on the road to take on the Carolina Hurricanes before coming back home for a showdown with the Kraken. So let me just run this through here. They are at Philadelphia tomorrow for another edition of the Battle of Pennsylvania. Battle of PA. And of course, then they are home to the Canucks, the Vancouver Canucks. On the road for their third game against, for their third of their next five, which is against the Carolina Hurricanes. At home against the Seattle Kraken next Monday, January 15th at 6 p.m. 
Then they are off for one, two, three, four, four nights before they play to wrap up their next five at Vegas at 10 p.m. Eastern, which kicks off a two-game road trip wrapping up in Arizona when the Coyotes will take on the Penguins for the final time this season, but only time in 2024. And the puck is going to drop at 9 p.m. Eastern. Then it's a back-to-back. And it's a home game back-to-back. As Florida comes to town on Friday, January 26th, and then January 27th on Saturday, it's Montreal back in the Berg. That finishes pretty much up. Pittsburgh's schedule, but their next five are Philadelphia tomorrow. Philadelphia play them tomorrow. Vancouver on Thursday. Carolina on Saturday. Seattle next Monday. And then the following Saturday. It's the Golden Knights Taking on the Penguins as we get set for two more late night owl games. Night Owl Club. Of course, there's probably still a couple more uh, night owl games coming up. When we get into February, then we get into March, and then we get into April. So we will see how much more games we can cover. But this brings broadcast 38 of 82. And game 38 of 82 for Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. This brings it to a close. And this game was brought to a crowd at PPG Paints Arena of eighteen thousand two hundred and fifty-six fans in attendance at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, PA. Again, the next time the Penguins will be at home will be Thursday night when they welcome in the Vancouver Canucks. But before we can get to Thursday night, time to go take a visit to our neighboring city in the Berg. I should say in Pennsylvania. So, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, And Philadelphia Flyer fans, get ready 
because another edition of the Battle of PA is coming up next on Sports for Beginners. When we talk to you next on Penguins post game. That'll do it for Penguins post game. Sabres and Penguins for the year. We will not see. Yes, I said we will not see. The Sabres on Penguins post game. The rest of the way. So good luck to Buffalo the rest of the way. If by chance the Penguins and the Sabres meet in the playoffs this year, good luck to you that way as well. We've got Sunday Night Football coming up on Sports for Beginners. And immediately following the post-game show, we will give you New York and Toronto, PWHL Round 2. We'll give that to you immediately following Bills and Dolphins post-game. Most likely it will be before Dolphins post-game, but it definitely will be after Bills post-game. And a quick reminder, we may record uh, Boston and Ottawa, PWHL, and of course, Penguins and Flyers on Tuesday. Or we may do one per day. We'll see. Ideally, that is the goal. But once again, the final score in front of 18,256 fans in attendance. Buffalo 3, Pittsburgh 2. In front of 18,256 fans in attendance at PPG Paints Arena. As always, my name is Scott McGregor. And this has been a presentation of the Sports for Beginners podcast. Bringing you Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. Because as we always like to do at the end of every Penguin postgame programming, we always like to say, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. Pens and Flyers. Coming up. When we talk to you next. Pens and Flyers coming up. Battle of PA coming up. But right now, we'll send you out with the same thing we brought in for the final segment of Penguins postgame. Enjoy. We're not here to tell you what you already know. We're not here to explain this scenario or that scenario. We're here to take care of business. We control our destiny. We've been waiting for this and we'll be waiting for them. Let's go to work.
Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguin Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas Berger, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit the On the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports for Beginners post game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Remember, Sports for Beginners fans to join our host, Scott McGregor, every Fridays for your weekly dose of Friday episodes on the Sports for Beginners podcast.